Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Did you help Kim release her sex tape? <laughs> it's okay. No. No. True. Of course it's true! to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry. Hope you guys are doing well. I know for the past couple weeks I've been not well, not doing great. So I want to, first of all, thank you for those who reached out, you DM'd me, you emailed me, um, text messages, just making sure I'm okay. And listen, are we 100%? No, but we're back on the upswing. And that's all we can ask for. How I'm on the upswing right at the beginning of Mercury being in Gatorade, I don't know, but I'll take it. And I hope you guys are doing really well as well. So we're going to start off on a positive note with our Can I Get a Hell Yeah? It's going to none other than Corn Boy. And I know that a couple of you are saying, what is Corn Boy? Is that something that Britney uses as like some sort of uh, fetish sex name? For Jax when they're in coitus and doing whatever disgusting things they do in the bedroom. And I would say, how dare you? Why would you even think about that? Corn boy, if you guys are not aware, it's a little boy named Tariq. I believe he's seven years old and he is, um, you know, he has a, a, a tenuous relationship with his teeth at the moment. A couple of big teeth are gone, but you know what? He is really invoking the American spirit of just continuing on. And maybe you might not like something the first time, but you know what? Put some butter on it and your whole world will change. So Corn Boy, he's got the juice. 
He's got a song, a hit song, by the way. And he's also got a new job. He has been named the South Dakota Dakota Corn Ambassador, according to the state's tourism account. And um, yeah, there apparently is in South Carolina, South Dakota, Mitchell, South Dakota, there is the world's only corn palace in which he will be not residing, but, you know, uh, visiting occasionally on um, some paid, hopefully, uh, visits. So shout out to Cornboy. Like I said, he's really been um, just making me smile. And, you know, it's really just great to have a new royal. I know there's been a lot of uh, uncertainty in the past few days, but we've got ourselves a leader, a faithful leader, kind, and somebody who will bring this country into the, the era in the space that we all need to be. So shout out to you, Tariq. You did it. You really did. All right. Our second topic, of course, you guys know, is our girl of the week. And listen, I didn't want to have to do this, but I'm forced. My hand was forced and I have to give it to Sheree. Sheree Whitfield. <sighs> I, listen, I think we just got to call she by Sheree. You know, last week we had the uh, season finale of Real Housewives of Atlanta and the whole focus and feature was, will we have a fashion show with fashions when it comes to She by Sheree and her fashion show slash uh, tentative fashion presentation if she can't get her looks. So all episode, we're seeing the trials and tribulations, the ups and downs are, um, is she going to get the right amount of pieces or not? Why is uh, Tyrone there? Which Publix bouquets did he get for both Sheree and his, and Sheree's mother, Thelma of Chateau Thelma? Um, Finally, she made it. She did it. Apollo was there in an uh, all red outfit, which, you know, maybe not the color I would have picked for a light skinned gentleman. But you know what? She did the best she could. And she sauntered down that runway, the slowest possible runway walk I've ever seen. The, the, the slowest walk I've ever had the pleasure of seeing, I will say, as roses are being thrown at her feet and her head and her joggers. Did she complete the fashion show? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't take that away from her. However, at the end of the episode, as the we're getting, you know, where the girls are now and what they're up to and, you know, were there any storylines that were resolved from the season, we see a countdown clock at the bottom saying, She by Sheree, the website will be up in 20, 19, 18, 17 seconds. And then... You look at the website, everybody goes to shebysheree.com. The first thing that I saw is, sorry, something went wrong. Due to the overwhelming popularity, our servers are down. Please be patient with us. Check back. In the next 24 hours, we'll be back in full force. And I said, okay, this is how I knew. This is how I knew that when I was finally able to access that website, it was going to be some bullshit because, first of all, Sheree, you were saying all in that episode, I cannot go anywhere any day without people yelling she by Sheree at me. This is a household name with no home to go to because you don't have any product. And I, this is, I'm laying it all on the line. And if this is a failure, I can't continue. 
I've never seen somebody fumble the bag so thoroughly and such a long con to play yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're just playing yourself, okay? So my first thought was, this is going to be some bullshit because you knew that you were going to have to have those servers ready, girl. You knew the people were waiting and you should have known. And I thought, oh God, we're already at, at a bad start here. I'm going to excuse the first 14 years <laughs> and just start with now. <laughs> and we're already at a bad start. So then I'm finally able to access the website. I'm like, okay, let me go to sleep. See what's there in the morning. There were also emojis in that. Sorry that the server's down. I think there was like a, a, a prayer hands emoji. And I thought, okay, well, now we're really getting to the unprofessional here. But so I go the following day. On com, And what do I see? T-shirts. T-shirts that I have definitely seen in uh, Limited 2, Claire's, uh, some other sort of children's place, children's place, shirts with emojis, the emoji with the tongue out and the winky tongue out emoji shirts with um you know how they do these like throwback uh, you know forever 21 will sell a, a t-shirt with selena on it we're gonna pretend like uh lauren from wisconsin is a, a diehard selena fan because she got this uh shirt from forever 21 you know this vintage style artist shirts so we have they have one of charade it's in black and white but it's not giving that it's not giving like the current vintage pop star shirt. It's giving, I, this is a, a oopsie. This is like a fire sale quality situation. Um, Andy posted a, a screenshot of selfie of him in the, in a she by Sheree sweater. And I mean, truly high school football merch. High school football merch level quality here. Um, I'm seeing shirts that say, are you wearing She by Sheree? Okay, the price points, you guys, should be $16.99. $142 for these damn t-shirts. $142. $252 for some joggers. Did it not occur to Sheree that people were going to Google image search where you got these items from, ma'am. In the 20 seconds <laughs> from the show doing that countdown to the show's end, we got another 20 seconds from 9 o'clock to 9 o'clock and 20 seconds. People figured out that you source these items from Shein, Amazon. These are items that are being sold for pennies on the dollar, $7 for a two-piece set. But you want us to pay $252 because you put a cheap applique on it. The website itself, you guys, she's wearing outfits where the pants are too long and they're pooling up at her ankles. They're supposed to have thumb uh, holes in, in the sleeves and she's not wearing them. And you can clearly tell the shirts are not ironed. Not a steamer has kissed the hem of those cotton poly blends. 
It's so unprofessional. And you told us on the on the uh, second to last episode that you spent you have spent a million dollars on this project. Where, where, where? I'm so. It's not even that I'm mad. I'm disappointed. I'm finally feeling what it's like for a parent to feel disappointment in their child. It, I had so many hopes for you and the future looks so bright. And then you give me an $142 emoji on a t-shirt and say, eat it girl. And I said, I can't, I can't do it. I'm sick. I'm sick for her. Like, why did she do this to us? I was rooting for her. We were all rooting for you. Why did you do this? Sheree. I can't. I'll tell you one thing, though. This definitely lit a fire under my ass to do some merch. Okay? Because <laughs> if nothing, I am fueled by pettiness. And if this is a result of 14 years, I feel like very confident that I could be the next Alexander McQueen. If this is what she could call, <laughs> this might be my calling. This might be, honestly, maybe maybe in a year I'll be thanking Sheree. Maybe I'll be the next Telfar. Maybe this has spurred something within me that said, I can do it. Because if she's not going to do it, I will. Bitch, I'm about to be the next Stella McCartney. Just you wait. All right, let's move on. Um, Ricky Martin. The saga has continued with his uh, nephew. uh, With his nephew. Okay, you guys all know what happened. The nephew tried to claim that Ricky and he had a, some sort of uh, sexual relationship, r- romantic relationship with each other. And that when he broke up with him, Ricky went ham and was trying to get his man back, his nephew man back. Well, oh, God, I can't even believe I said that. But y'all, it turned out to be complete bullshit. And Ricky, shout out to you, wants his coin back. So Ricky filed a $20 million lawsuit against his 21-year-old nephew, Dennis Yadio Sanchez, um, so he says that, uh, he filed a suit on Wednesday in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So this is about a month after Sanchez also had a restraining order out against Ricky to like kind of bolster his whole story, but the restraining order was dropped. And so he says that Ricky says that after that restraining order was dropped, uh, his nephew, Dennis started hitting him up. So basically the things that Dennis was accusing Ricky of, Dennis then did to Ricky. So he's blowing up his Instagram, trying to DM him, um, threatening to, quote, assassinate his reputation and integrity, trying to hit him up for money and extortion, basically. So then Ricky goes on to claim that his nephew, who he describes as a maladjusted individual, which I will be using, so watch this space, uh, he claims that Dennis was bragging about being Ricky's nephew. He would send him messages up to 10 times a day for a four month period. And Ricky's also alleging that Dennis posted his cell phone number on the internet and made an Instagram account for one of his children, which really creeped Ricky out, which I have to agree with. Um, So Ricky's also suing uh, Dennis for punitive damages, lost, lost wages that he may have, uh, had for the story coming out which i'm sure nobody really wants to be attached to somebody who they think you know to his nephew you know so yeah he's suing for that um 
obviously Ricky's not going to be getting any money from this because if the boy had money like that, he wouldn't be um, willing to make up incest rumors in order to get money. So obviously this is just a, um, you know, you're trying to make a point here. Like, don't fuck with me. And I get it. And I'm on your side, Ricky. Okay, moving on. Obviously, no, we know at this point, uh, QE2 said deuces. See you later. I'm out of here. Okay. And you guys, if you are on Twitter, TikTok, um, at least on my sides of those social media platforms, you will know that the girls have had a lot of uh, jokes and opinions. And I've been LOL and teehee-heeing this whole time. Now, here's the thing that we all need to keep into perspective here is that a lot of good percent of this world has been negatively affected by the institution that this Lizzie was the head of. And so do I have to talk about Bethany? I think I do. I think this is the point where I have to talk about Bethany again and I don't want to do it. (sighs) All right. So here's the thing. I talked to you guys last week about how Bethany has been on TikTok ranting and raving and like just being shitty towards everybody. So in the course of uh, the last time I spoke to you guys about Bethany, she has gotten into beef with uh, the Kardashians, which I think I spoke about the uh, styling choices of the entire cast of the real housewives of uh, Dubai with regard to their reunion looks. Uh, Lisa Kudrow, was an interesting one if you this had to do with spencer i i don't think i can talk about spencer on this show i don't think i can (laughs) he's a real trigger for me i just find him deeply upsetting and like i just feel like everybody's letting him do things and like hyping him up and i don't feel like we should be doing that guys i don't think we should be paying attention but then it's like maybe kind of like the devil we know is worse than the devil we don't situation like maybe we should be giving him attention because we've seen what it's like when they are starved for those two are starved for attention, namely Spencer. But anyway, I guess I'll share the story. Spencer went on TikTok to say that the worst celebrity he's ever met was, this is actually pretty funny. I will tell it was Lisa Kudrow. And he and Heidi had gone years ago to their first major Hollywood party, big time, all the big names were there. They went to go eat or something. They went to the food table and were eating and uh, Lisa Kudrow came up to them, <laughs> namely Heidi, and was basically like, uh, this boyfriend of yours is a monster and you need to get away from him. So <laughs> can anybody disagree? No. Uh, so that's why Spencer doesn't see it for Lisa. And then Bethany glommed onto that and said that she had some other experience. I don't, I think it had something to do with her talk show that Lisa came on. I don't care. I don't need the whole story. The point is, uh, Bethany had a very self-fulfilling prophecy. So she has been doing these videos. Oh, who else is she fighting with? Uh, To so many other people, not, not one man, not a single man, which I think is very interesting. Let's, Remind me, because I'm not going to Google this. Remind me, has Bethany ever gotten into a fight with a man publicly that wasn't Jason? Do we know that? I don't know. 
Anyway, Meghan Markle had a podcast that came out and Bethany decided to get on her couch and rant and rave about how Meghan is a bad businesswoman. Harry is an idiot. Um, no citation of why she feels this way, just her opinion. Okay. Which we all have. She prefaces these things by being like, I'm going to get canceled. You guys are going to come for me. Blah, blah, blah. And you know what? She actually ended up being right. She actually ended up being right. My initial opinion of this is like, you're trying to court uh, attention to your shitty opinions, much like uh, former president, um, Several right-wing people who weren't right-wing until they realized that they could get more attention that way. And so now they use their platforms to say uh, incendiary things and then people will quote tweet tweet them and then the machine just continues with their shitty behavior because they know that's how they get clout and attention. So that's really what I thought was going to happen. But actually, Bethany was right for once and she did she get her skinny girl ass handed to her left right and center for her opinions on Megan now I'm not even somebody who really goes up for Megan Markle that way in the sense that like I don't really know what her day-to-day operation I don't know about the the uh things that she's doing the brands and negotiate like I know that she's got to deal with Netflix I know she's got a podcast but these are just things that I'm hearing and passing it and I think okay good for you girl and I move on here's what I don't understand with the hate regarding Megan it well I I understand what it is but here's what I don't get a couple things that I don't understand one if we're going to pay attention to Megan, let's pay attention to the things that she said. Like in the interview that she did with Oprah, in which I caught it, she made it very clear that she would have been fine uh, doing what the institution did and like continuing the machine in the way that she felt comfortable with. But she was totally fine. Like she would have been fine living in England at Frogmore, doing whatever the hell. Okay. Doing her little whatever they do. Okay. (laughs) Whatever it is that they do. Shaking hands and cutting ribbons or whatever. But her thing was like, Hey, um, people are being really racist and I don't like that little help. And the Royal family was just like, no heart emoji. And so she said, okay, I can't abide by that. But here's the other thing. She's got to have a job. They have to do things. And so if they're taking advantage of the job opportunities that come to them, why are y'all so mad about that? Like, what do you want them to do? Do you want uh, Harry to be working at Whole Foods? Not going to happen, sis. (laughs) Like, what do you guys want from them? It, It seems to me that there are a lot of white women who see, or white people, really, but a lot of white women, because we're talking about Bethany, who see that Megan has is black, but navigates her way, and I don't want to say floats through, but she is able to uh, navigate her life much like a white woman. And I feel like there are a lot of women who um, have a very big problem with that, and they don't know it. They don't see the haterade seeping from their pores. They don't want to see this woman 
in their mind, navigate through life so easily. They feel like she's taking advantage of everything and she wants empathy or sympathy, but then she also wants to be out here. I just listened to what she said, (laughs) you know? So if she wants to be on a damn podcast, be on a damn podcast. Don't listen to it, you guys. Don't listen to it. How does her taking opportunities make her a bad business person? Who who on this planet is going to get a cushy uh, contract from Netflix and not sign it? What did you want her to do? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Would you feel better if she could, if she constantly churned out one season of a show and never to be heard of again? Would that make you feel better, Bethany? And if there are people out there, and I'm being dead ass, because I'm going to tell you why, who think it's okay to be like a casual Megan hater and to casually make these remarks about how you guys think that she's stuck up or uh, advantageous or whatever the hell, I would just encourage you to uh, listen to me for one second. So I posted a pretty innocuous Wendy clip about uh, Queen Elizabeth dying and somebody, and I'm not going to even get into who this person is. You can see the comments on, on there. Um, Well, I blocked her at this point. So (laughs) I, I, you'll see the comments there. Uh, maybe you can't because I already have blocked them, but, um, this person was up and down my page. It's a person who listened to the podcast because I recognize their username. Um, somebody commented, long live Queen Meghan Markle. Obviously joking, right? But this person, monster, had the nerve to talk about how, uh, let me just see if I can unblock them real quick to see their comments. <laughs> I can't find them. The point is that this person had the nerve to say that Megan should go back to the ghetto because she's from Compton. Now, this person knows that I'm a black woman because they listen to my podcast and yet they had no qualms about saying that shit on my page. And when I told them, I genuinely don't know why you would think anyone, especially me, a black woman, would find it acceptable for you to call another black woman ghetto on my page, or even in your private thoughts. Gonna need you to hit that unfollow button real quick. Um, the reason why I did not block them initially is because I wanted them to see how what I said before I, you know, I let the chopper spray. So then they went on to try to justify by saying, well, she is from Compton and, and Ice Cube said that his kids wouldn't want to live there. 
Do, do y'all hear that? This is a shit that you guys are um, complicit in because you think that it's funny to make like little comments here and there, but then there's a broader thing where somebody is emboldened to tell me that another woman is ghetto and that she needs to go back to Compton where she came from. This is a shit that y'all are contributing to, just so you know. So next time you guys want to roll your eyes and talk about how Megan's an opportunist, just know, just remember that this trickles down to people saying racist shit to me. (laughs) Me. And I don't want to hear it. So anyway, back to Bethany. She got her ass handed to her, like I said, left to right for this stupid video. I made a reply myself. I didn't really touch into the racial stuff with uh, Bethany because so many other people had and really every single part of the video needed to be picked apart. So I just picked one part where she was talking about how um Megan is allegedly painting herself into a corner and overplaying her hand and blah 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 but then you preface this all the shit by being like oh people are gonna cancel me for my opinions and maybe I should save it for my podcast and then if you look at her comments the overwhelming majority of comments are um you know conservative leaning women who were like you're right girl we get it she is a terrible businesswoman, even though you offered no examples whatsoever. I'm with you, girl. And then you put yourself into this vacuum of people. She's she's very strange. Like, I've really got a lot of thoughts on Bethany, but I don't really want to give her that much opinion attention. You know what I mean? But I'm just going to say it now and just let it out. This will be part two of my my dumping my feelings about Bethany Frankel. And hopefully that will be the end of this. What has Bethany Frankel done? Recently. Quickly. Quickly. This is going to sound really harsh because I do believe that her foundation does incredible things and they've really come in the clutch in the way that this government has not. Like, that is undeniable. However, I think sometimes people tend to hide behind their good deeds as a shield for all the shitty things that they do and say, and I don't think that's acceptable. But from a business perspective, what have you done recently, lately, that would give you a carte blanche to come for Megan and call her a shitty business person? Like, she's taking the deals and the opportunities, the big deals and opportunities that are available to her. And what are you doing? Just complaining on your couch about her. And then you're creating this environment in which people um, who disagree with you are trying to cancel you. And that's like a really uh, painting yourself into a corner place to be for me, for me. So she um, did, I will say, (laughs) look at my uh, video and liked it. And she responded the following. So she says, I respect the way you express your opinion. Good luck with your podcast. And thanks for listening. I hear all in all caps, all opinions. Mm. Ick, ick. It's giving, like, you're very eloquent. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, I didn't listen to your podcast, girl. Let's be clear. And I don't need luck on this one. Okay? I got a deal just like you do. We're going to get into it. All right? Um, Don't need any luck. Wasn't listening. Don't care. And if any of you guys are wondering, does this actually matter? It does. Because... There have been several black women who also responded to Bethany and they did talk about the race aspect and the racist aspect of the things that she did. 
And they all said that Bethany has blocked them. So this shit does matter. And so you're telling me that I hear all opinions, but I'm seeing on my For You page several women who came for you rightfully and you blocked them. So that is painting yourself in a corner. You're doing exactly, exactly what you're claiming you don't do. And that shit is lame. So Bethany, if you or any of your assistants are happening to listen to this, just be clear, like, uh, you can also block me. Because uh, I feel everything that those women said, just because I didn't say it does not mean that I didn't feel it. Uh, let the record reflect. And I do not need compliments on being um, uh, on how I express my opinions. I know, girl. I know. Anyway, to circle all the way back, I've really been enjoying uh, the, the memes and the tweets about Diana... Charles's little sausage fingers girls. Have you seen them? Ooh, like, is he okay? He might need like a lymphatic drainage massage. I've never seen fingers like that in my life. Chunky. Chunky. And they seem like they hurt. They're like real red and chunky. I've never seen anything like that. They look like Vienna sausages for real. My favorite thing is the reminder of Camillagate. Do you guys want to hear what Camillagate is? If you... Might not be privy to it. I'm going to do a little um, playhouse theater here at Everyone's Business But Mine. Uh, Forgive me for the the English accents. They're not going to be good. Uh, But neither is what I'm about to say. So here we go. (laughs) Starting with Charles. This is a conversation between Charles and Camilla. Uh, A phone conversation. So Charles says... Anyway, you know that's the sort of thing that one has to be aware of and sort of feel one way, one's way along with, if, if you know what I mean. And Camille says, mm, You're awfully good at feeling your way along. Oh, stop. I want to feel my way along you, all over you and up and down you and in and out. Oh, particularly in and out. Oh, that's just what I need at the moment. Is it? I know it would revive me. I can't bear a Sunday night without you. Oh, God. It's like that program, start of the week. I can't start the week without you. I fill up your tank. Yes, you do. Then you can cope. Then I'm all right. What about me? The trouble is, I need you several times a week. Mm, so do I. I need you all the week, all the time. Oh, God. I'll just live inside your trousers or something. It would be much easier. <laughs> What are you going to do, turn into a pair of knickers? Or, or God forbid, a, a Tampax? Just my luck. You're a complete idiot. Oh, what a wonderful idea. My luck to be chucked down the lavatory, go on and on forever, swirling round the top, never going down. <laughs> oh, darling. Until the next one comes through. Oh, perhaps you could come back as a box. What sort of a box? A box of Tampax, so you could just keep going. That's true. Repeating yourself. <laughs> oh, darling, I just want you now. Do you? Mm, so do I. <laughs> well, long live the king on that one. Our first... <laughs> our, our first sex-positive king. Um, <laughs> y'all, what the fuck? Ew. Like, it's not even just the I want to be your tampon. It's the swirling around in the in the lavatory. Ugh. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> I tell you one thing. 
City Girls are up by about 10,000 points with Camilla now being the queen consort. You know, talk talk about a long game. Talk about the And she won. She really... <laughs> I don't know what she won, but she's here. She she did it. You did it, girl. <laughs> with that, you guys, let's end on our final late-breaking news. Ray J, you guys went the fuck off on Instagram Lord, if you don't know, you're about to find out. So this all really began um, with the Hulu Kardashian show, the first season, right? So if you guys remember the episode where Kim is about to do SNL and the day of Kanye flies in from, excuse me, California with a big piece of luggage, pulls it out saying that he got all the footage and computers, hard drives, whatever from Ray J. Uh, and that's it from the sex tape. He's got it all. He gave it to Kim. It's an emotional moment. Yada, yada, yada. Now, after this episode aired, Ray J really popped the fuck off, but he didn't, in my memory, really get into why he was so upset about it. It just kind of seemed like he was mad just because his name got brought up or the sex tape got brought up, whatever. It just felt very like, okay, whatever. Bye, Ray J. (laughs) So cut to last week, either Thursday or Friday. I don't watch this man. I refuse. James Corden Uh, The Kardashians have shifted from Ellen to James Corden as their de facto talk show to talk about nothing with, really. Um, So she and Kylie went on James Corden, I'm guessing, to promote their um, Kylie Jenner for Chris lip kit line. Anyway, they did a, a polygraph test on Chris. Many questions were asked. Uh, Does anybody in the family have an offshore bank account? Uh, Who's your favorite child? The big question, the one that set Ray J off being, did you, Chris, have anything to do with the sex tape? Getting it out, pushing it out there into the public? She said no. Lie detector determined that was the truth. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com The lie detector determined that. I think America disagrees. <laughs> I'm under the impression that people assumed 
somewhere in their mind that Chris had something to do with that sex tape. And I felt like we all made peace with that and we just went on with our lives. But Ray J said, "Mm -mm, we're going to get down to the bottom of this. So Ray J gets on Instagram. He's Instagram live. He's reporting live from the Dominican Republic, ranting, pacing quickly up the hallways of his villa that he's at talking about how I'm supposed to be on vacation with my family right now. And I'm going to let it all out. We're going to get into this. Chris is a liar. Connie is a liar. Kim's a liar. We're going to talk about the sex tape right now. We're going to get into it. I got the contracts. I got the receipts. I don't care if I'm on vacation with my family. I'm going to be up all night talking about this shit. And I'm going to be exposing all of you guys. He starts talking about how I've got kids and how Kim wants to create this rhetoric. of like she's got kids that she's got to protect, but I also have kids. Nobody's ever thinking about my kids when they talk about this stuff and they bring all this stuff up and I'm, you know, going to shoot this shit hole down. So y'all, this was fucking funny. I hope that these Instagram lives are saved and on his uh, Instagram. If they're not, you can definitely find the clips somewhere on the, this shit is hilarious. Okay. Ray is funny and he's not trying to be, but there are so many things that happened during this video that are just hilarious, open mouth laughing this whole time. So Ray is like trying to get full tech teched out with this so that we can get the full experience. So we're not just like looking at a phone, looking at another phone showing his receipts. So he got this whole thing set up, the screen up, and he's got his friend on the computer so he can scroll through these text messages between Kanye and Ray J. And so he's got his friend doing this, but he's, you know, they got the screen up and he's like, all right, scroll all the way up, scroll all the way up to see this, the first text with Kanye. See, see how much we're talking. And I have to say like, there was a lot of conversation between them. So it seems like all these conversations happen around April when the episode aired, but they begin from that last October when Kim, you know, when Kanye went to get the tape from Ray J. So the first text is, from Kanye to Ray J and it was like, Hey, I heard from whack. If you guys don't know whack, this guy is named whack 100. He's been in the hip hop industry for quite some time. He's a troublemaker, but he's out there. He's very well connected. He's kind of like a manager, something like that. So Kanye's like, yo, I heard from whack that you've got this stuff. Like, let me know. Um, I would like to get it back for Kim. You know, let me know when we can talk about this. The Ray J responds to Kanye. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I got two kids in a tech company. Why would I involve myself in this? I'm so past this, bro. And then Kanye responds. Let's not use profanity. (laughs) So as he's scrolling through these, his friends scrolling. Ray J is also being like, Bro, you got to move faster. Like, you got to keep scrolling. Like, uh, please just get off the computer. Like, I'll just do it myself. He's talking about how this dude has a weed company. And so he doesn't know shit. He's too slow. (laughs) He's like, never mind, bro. I'll just get somebody else to do this. Like, you're not helping with my my presentation right now. (laughs) So Kanye, then they're like going back and forth. Ray J saying... In October, like, bro, I'm in the hospital with pneumonia right now. I can't do anything about it, but I'm going to be out in a week and we can talk then. 
Connie's like perfectly cool. Like I get it. Feel better. Hit me up when you get out of the hospital. So then Ray J says that they actually met up to get this stuff and that they had like a real come to Jesus moment. Now Ray J says, I've never talked to Kanye. I haven't talked to or seen Kim in 12, 15 years. Like there's no behind the scenes. We have any sort of relationship. Like all of this came out of nowhere for him. He didn't know anything about Kanye. So he's getting in this room and Kanye is telling him stuff about Chris and how Chris is trying to keep him from his children. He's damn near in tears. They're having this father to father bonding moment. Like I, anything you need, like Ray J's turning to like oh I got you like anything you need if you need support like I'm here for you I get it so he's saying that they had this great moment after the fact but what he did tell Kanye is keep my name out of this whole situation I don't want anybody to know that we had this conversation that you did this I'm he didn't explain why but I'm assuming it's because he just doesn't want this to keep coming up in the headlines and so he's like yeah I'll give you the stuff but I also like we don't need to talk about this. Like, just keep my name out of it. If you want to say that you got the footage, don't say that you got it from me. Just like, I don't want to be associated with this. So Ray J is going on with his life thinking that he's got this promise from Kanye. And then he sees it on the show. And then he sees this, or he sees that it's about to be previewed for the show. And he gets really pissed off. Ever the businessman, as Ray J is telling the story, he'll take a little pause and be like, uh, you know, just if you guys need any headphones, why don't you guys go to Raycon.com? That's Raycon.com. You can get 15% off your first purchase. Like, it's like, you know, always be selling. Always be selling. I wonder what Bethany would think about that. <laughs> so Ray J says he sees a preview for this episode where they're talking about the sex tape. And he decides to DM Kim on Instagram. And he, like, tells her how he feels. At one point, we're scrolling through on that big projector, and he's showing the message where he's like, hey, Kim, here's my phone number. You can call me anytime, which, you know, you know if you were the owner of a tech company, maybe we should have had some foresight to not expose your phone number <laughs> to the entire, to your Instagram live. But, you know what, whatever. So Kim responds, I completely understand and I appreciate hearing this from you and I want you to know that I wish nothing for the best for you. This has hurt us both in so many ways and I know we're aligned in wanting to move forward in our lives and not continue to be defined by something we did 20 years ago. Thank you for reaching out and my hope is that after next week when everybody sees that the computer was given back to Kanye that the story will be dead and done with. And then she says, I just spoke to my team and we will get something out by tomorrow morning to clarify that this was a joke and that you would have never done something like this. Then she tells Ray J that she had no clue that that uh, situation between Kanye and he was supposed to be private, and she was just filming her normal days, and Kanye walked in, and she really had no idea. Then, and I thought this was interesting, she says that she has this idea to actually buy the video from Vivid and she kind of wants him to get onto that to make them seem like a team so we can take this video down and get it off the internet completely. And it's like, hey, if you're interested in like, you know, joining together on that, let's do it. She also says that with regard to what she thought happened was she was under the impression that 
this gentleman, Wack, was Ray J's manager. And so when Wack was talking about the sex tape and how he had extra stuff, she thought that this was like an, a thing coming down from Ray J and that he was behind all of this, uh, you know, we have more sex tape footage stuff. So she thought that Ray J was behind it and turns out that he wasn't. And then she tells Ray J to just sit and be patient and wait because the episode is going to come out the following day. And she's like, you know, I worked with my team. I actually think you're going to be really happy with how you were portrayed. And, you know, he says, well, okay, well, let's just talk after the episode airs then. And she's like, great. Have a great day. So he watches the episode and he feels some type of way about the fact that Kim, when Kim asked Kanye how much he paid for the footage, Kanye's response was, we're not going to let them extort us anymore, which he was like, why are you putting that out there? Like I, you know, like I'm this shitty person who was like dangling the sex tape footage over your head. And, and you were like the tough guy who got it from me. And like, they're not going to hurt you anymore. Cause I took care of it. He didn't like that rhetoric, which I have to, I'm with him on that. So my takeaway from all of this is that, Wax said some shit. It, it got back to Kanye. Wax said something about Ray J to Kanye. Ray J got involved. Just gave the stuff back and was like, here, you can have it. Like, just keep me out of it. And then it became this thing where, like, Ray J now looks like a creepo who was, like, trying to threaten her with, like, oh, I got more shit. And, oh, I might bring it out. Which was what I thought. And I could see why he, like I said, I could see why he'd be pissed about that. At one point, a bug lands on Ray J's face and he says, oh, look, Chris Jenner's trying to throw everything at me. <laughs> he really hates Chris. So this gets to be the sex tape of it all. He says he pulls out the the old contracts, uh, his signature, and he says that he and Kim each got $400,000, $400, which was uh, about 12.5% of the $5 million contract that they signed with Stephen Hirsch, who is the head of Vivid Entertainment. So he pulls up those contracts from Vivid, shows a signature, and he says that Kim signed the deliverables because she was like, really, she and Chris were really motivated to get this deal signed and get it out. He describes, I don't know what deliverables are, but it sounded like the deliverables were the contents of the videos. So he pulls that up. Kim was so, so desperate to get this contract signed as soon as possible that she signed the deliverables on my contract, which were in her handwriting, three tapes, uh, Cabo intro, which was them not having sex, the sex tape of them in Cabo. And then a third tape, which was what whack was teasing, which was them, um, having sex in Santa Barbara. He said that Chris made them film three videos. She picked out the one that she liked the best. And that's the one that they got. And yeah, that Chris was behind all of it. <laughs> he said, <laughs> then Ray J said, just so you guys know, I'm not lying. I pulled out my, I did some forensics. And so then he, <laughs> he kept letters and uh cards and stuff that kim had written him throughout their relationship and was like see see right here and he's that signature that she wrote 
her handwriting, like matching up the handwriting together. She's like, anybody can go on Google and see that's her handwriting, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. Okay. Here, uh, there we go. You got it, Ray J. We got it. Listen, it was interesting, but I think we all knew this shit, but like, it was still funny to me. The tech foibles that happened at one point he's trying to click onto Kim's Instagram and they can't get it. So then he thinks that that Kim blocked him during this Instagram live. So he can't go look at his Instagram DMS and see the receipts anymore. Oh, it's so funny. You guys, it's real funny. 30 minutes. Just give it 30 minutes. Skip around. Check it out. I really, if you can find the whole thing, I highly recommend it. Um, okay. Are we done? I think we might be done. You guys, Sister Wives is coming back. That'll be on Sunday. No? It's airing Sunday. The episode will be out Wednesdays. So they have now taken the slot of seeking Sister Wife. If you guys have never seen Sister Wives and you're like, mm, should I hop on the fence? I think now might be the time. The season where one of the ladies actually leaves and we get to see the crumbling of this family. I think now might be the time to hop on. I did, um, I was on YouTube earlier and I did see that they, YouTube has, the TLC YouTube account has uploaded the very first episode, the series premiere. Um, so I would maybe check that out and then hop into this season. I think you can do it. One thing about a TLC show is in the season premiere, they will show you every bit of relevant information that you need to know. You really don't need to watch it. So join me on this journey. Beverly Hills will be on Friday. Uh, I'm going to a family reunion this weekend. So Monday's episode, I'm going to have to DQ something different. Maybe. Unless you guys are okay with me maybe releasing it like later Monday. Um, we'll just see what happens in, in pop culture. We'll just see. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. If you guys have any contracts that Chris Jenner has signed, you know, send them my way. Love you. Love you.